Welcome to the Energy Healing Podcast, where you will discover the joy of living through understanding who you are, why you're here, and where you're going by having a mind that is still, a heart that is full, and a purpose that makes it all worthwhile. Now here's your host, Tara Williams. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Energy Healing Podcast. Today's a special day, although I feel like I say that every day, but it is, right? Right, Kim? Yes, of course. You know, growing up, I always looked for women in my life who were motivating or inspired or, or inspiring, or I always had heroes growing up. And I can look back and, you know, think about my mom and, and different people and, and women who've had an impact in my life. And so as I was thinking about this podcast, I just kept thinking, you know, I would love to have Kim on this call and just kind of share her with you guys and the, and the really the impact she's had on my life. And I remember the first time I heard Kim speak. So it was at the Energy Healing Conference, what was it, a, a year and a half ago, possibly? It was in Sandy, so probably about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I'd attended the conference. It was the first time I'd ever been there. I'm actually going to be speaking there next week. And Kim usually is one of the main speakers there, and she's not going to be there. She's going to be out of town, which is a bummer. <laughs> I'd like to see her there. But I was like, okay, huh, Kim Watts, who's this person? She just, I just looked at her picture and I thought, she just has this glow to her. I'm going to go listen to her class and I want to see what she has to say. So I'm sitting there and I'm with my mom and my two sisters. And she gets up and she starts speaking. And it was so funny because my sisters are, are sitting on both sides of me and my mom. And they hadn't learned too much about energy healing. And so I'm sitting there and, and kind of bringing them to this new event, trying to share energy healing with them. And we're listening to Kim. It was my mom's very first event ever. And so we're sitting there and Kim starts speaking and I'm just like, oh, yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. I wanted to stand up in her her speech and just be like, amen. And (laughs) my sisters were looking at me like, do you love her? I'm like, yes, I love her. And my mom was like, I love energy healing. So it was really an amazing opportunity for me to be there with my sisters and then to have my mom there and her to really relate to Kim. And then for me, you know, I talked about in the podcast and even in the last podcast with Becky about starting this journey. And sometimes you feel alone and you're really looking for people out there who can push you, but can also, you can resonate with and you can understand. And Kim really has been one of those people for me. So I would like to welcome to the podcast. This is Kim Watts, one of my favorite people. Welcome, Kim. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate you asking me to be here. I feel honored. You bet. Now, I wish you guys could see Kim, but she's been painting her house all day. (laughs) I have. Yes, you have. <laughs> and she can still hop on a podcast. Yes. Share some amazingness. That's how Kim rolls, right? Yeah. You bet. <laughs> when we were at that conference and I was listening to her speak, I got instantly on my phone and I just started looking. How do I find more about her? How can I learn more from her? I just knew that this was someone I really wanted to spend some time with. And so as she's speaking up there, I'm looking on my phone and I book a session with her right away. I'm checking out everything that she's got because she was just really resonating. I could feel that you know, she was authentic. She talked about a lot of things that were important to me. We have a lot of the same religious views. And so I was really just inspired to reach out to her. And it's been about a year and a half. And I've gone to some of her trainings and her classes and her retreats. I'm one of her best customers. (laughs) Pretty much whatever she puts out, I go, hey, I'm going to be there because I love it. I've really um, learned a lot from Kim. She's really pushed me in a lot of different areas that I didn't feel like I was being pushed. And the things that she shares and and her boldness and energy work has really been inspiring to me. So I wanted to bring her on today and just let you guys get to know her more and kind of share her story and, and the things that she's been doing. So Kim, how did you even get into energy? 
healing energy work? You know, it's kind of an interesting story because it started when I was younger where my mom and her friend were involved. They, they were actually taking classes and they were trying to work on us, you know, us kids. I, I have four sisters. So my mom worked on, on us and I, I remember my mom took us down to this guy, this, you know, weird guy down in Provo. I live in Utah. So down in Provo and where he did this arm testing thing and he would work on our family. And it was very fascinating. I loved watching it, but what I loved more was what I felt. I just felt like it was truth and it resonated with me. And I was only 15. I was really young, but I knew that everything that he was saying was true because I felt it just felt really clear, and I felt. Can I say the spirit? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I felt the spirit really strong, and I just knew that it was right and it was real and it was true. And so, but from really from then on, I really didn't do much with it. I mean, once in a while, we had work done. You know, my mom and and her friend Joanne would work on us a couple of of times. You know, here, there, and whatever. And then it really wasn't until. Um, right before, well, after I got married and I started having children and I noticed that, um, their issues, like they kept having the same kind of issues, you know, those reoccurring things that kids have, ear infections, stomach aches, colds, coughs, you know, all those things. And I remember specifically praying one time about my daughter, Mikkel, she was four and she was struggling with a bladder infection. And, um, it got to the point where we were on antibiotics for about seven months. And we even had her at primary children's because her bladder had started to be enlarged and we couldn't figure out what was going on. And as I was praying about it, I felt the prompting come and say to me that this is not a physical issue. And so I'm like, okay. And I knew because of my growing up years, I knew that there was more than just like a physical issue. I knew that there could be more. Um, so the only person I knew at, who I could even talk to would be Joanne or my mom. And I, I emailed Joanne and asked her what I could do about this. And so she had me bring her up to her and she worked with Mikkel, found out the root cause of the, of the issue that was going on in the bladder, which was not physical. It was a spiritual issue and it had to do with a lot of things, you know, pre-mortally. It had to do with her cousins here upon the earth. It had to do with you know, angels and things like that, that, I mean, I was blown away at this spiritual little four-year-old girl that was in front of me. And, um, as we cleared up the issues, um, we came home and she said, give it a little bit of time. Let's just see what it does. And within two weeks, she never had another bladder infection. I mean, it was completely gone and the inflammation, everything was completely just her body took care of it. And I think what's so interesting and what I've learned over these last 12 years is I've dove into energy work is that if we give the body and the spirit, because I, I feel like they work together, if we give the body and the spirit what they need and what they are desiring, it can heal. Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes it's not a physical, like we need water to survive, right? But sometimes we need to understand that the issue or what the need might be is a physical, I mean, an emotional issue that we have to resolve and we can clear those things. Yes. But then we have to work on those patterns and things in our lives to change so that we can become whole and um, so that our bodies can heal. It's, it was an amazing experience. And so from then on, I've just decided I needed to learn. 
and my dear friend was leaving the country. Joanne was leaving the country with her husband. So I was like, oh, great. She was going to serve a mission, mission for her, her church. And so I asked her for help, and she says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't help you. I'm leaving, but here's some papers. And I, at that time, this was about, again, 12 years ago, where it was a little weird um, to look on the internet under energy rehealing. <laughs> it's still a weird sometimes. It's still a little weird. I don't even think anything would come, that came up was like, whoa, I don't know. I didn't know where to go. All I had was God, um, prayer, and, um, and that's where I went um, to teach me because he was the one that told me that it wasn't a physical issue. So if he knew that it wasn't a physical issue and he created us, then he would be able to teach me how to do energy healing um, the correct way. Because that's really important to me to do it the right way. Um, I'm not saying that there's a lot of wrong ways. I just think there is a right way for me. And um, I needed to find that out. And so that's where I went. I studied a lot. I prayed a lot. I read every book I could get my hands on. And some of the books, can I share another story? Is that okay? Yeah. Um, a lot of the books I read, I was reading them, and I felt like that I was remembering what I already knew. Mm -hmm. It was bringing things to my awareness that, hey, I know this, or I've read this book before. And it was a very spiritual experience for me. And I, it, it almost confirmed to me that I was on the right path, that this is where I needed to be. And so I was really grateful for those experiences. Some of the other books I would read, it would give me such a stomach ache to the point where I could not stand up straight. I was bent over. And I knew it was because of fear. It was because of deceit, deceptions, things in my life that, my life that I believed that I had to actually work on to get rid of so that I could understand um, more about energy work and kind of break the patterns that were my beliefs that kept me inside this box. Um, like even learning how the body heals, learning how the spirit heals. Um, that's taken some time to, to understand and to get past those barriers that hold us back, that bondage and captivity that we live in. So it's been an amazing journey, <laughs> one that I have loved and one that has actually been very difficult. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to say, oh, it's so easy. It's so wonderful. And in a way, it kind of is, but in a way, it isn't because you are, you're, it's almost like you're opening yourself up to surgery and you're placing your heart right on the table and you have to find out all this crap about yourself and, <laughs> and, progress and move forward and help other people. It's just kind of been an amazing adventure. I didn't really know what you're talking about the crap, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> no one has crap but me. I understand that, but yes, yes you're right. <laughs> it is such a journey of, okay, I'm willing to go to my scary places, mm -hmm. but it's a lot better to live a life going to those scary places and alleviating that pain. I, I function from so much less fear yeah. and to learn about myself and to overcome certain things is liberating. But yeah. that journey of progression kind of becomes addicting. You know, yeah. like, it's like, I feel like there's more and I want to progress more and to have the tools to be able to go back and pull those things out. And, and then to move forward as a different person is really empowering and humbling. Mm -hmm. It is humbling and it is very empowering and it, uh, and it can be very scary. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of the times when you're walking through these things, you're like, why am I doing this? But it's when you get through it that you are so grateful that you did. I remember sitting, it was probably after a year or two of doing energy work. And I remember 
sitting there and I don't even remember what I was doing exactly, but I remember the feeling that came over me that I was so grateful of what I've learned because I could feel and see myself transformed. Like, and I was still transforming, but my thoughts were different. The way I thought about myself and others was different. I, I felt more, I felt more alive, more light, more energy, more focus, more clarity in my life. And I, I wanted more of that. <laughs> and so to go down that journey, you know, it just takes a little bit of effort. Well, not a, um, a lot of bit of effort. I mean, <laughs> everything, all the energy you have in your spirit sometimes. And I think, you know, to be perfectly honest, I think when we get to a point that we've learned what we think all we can about energy work, Heavenly Father takes you, Heavenly Father takes you to a place that maybe might be even more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that has been very difficult and very hard, but I'm very grateful for it because it's teaching me more. And this is what I love. And, and I think sometimes people think, well, energy works just about, you know, your body and your, and releasing things. And yeah, that, that's true, but it's more about finding out who you are, what you're capable of, what your gifts are, what your talents are. And you to a point where it gets to be a little uncomfortable <laughs> this is where the true growth begins because I think sometimes we, we, we think, Oh, I've learned, or this is as far as I can go. And then he goes, Oh, really? Let me show you. who you really are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you thought that was, that was it. huh? Yeah. So it gets a little bit more interesting, but it's, it's amazing. I wouldn't give it up for anything. And, and I want to learn as much as I possibly can. Let's talk about that a little bit more because you know, there's a book of scripture and there's a man by the name of Nephi, you know him well. Yes. And his dad was a visionary man, they called him, and he had dreams. And so we know a lot of times in the energy world and in the spiritual world, dreams are our way of communicating and a way that I believe Heavenly Father communicates with us and angels and different things. So Lehi, Nephi's father, has this amazing vision, and he tells his son and his other sons about it, and Nephi wants to have the same experience. And so he goes and prays and says, can I have, can I understand what my dad saw in this vision? And he sees it. But what I realized the last time I read it was that in order for Nephi, in order for us to really experience light and to, to be more powerful and to, to have more in our life, sometimes it causes us to have to experience some darkness. Mm-hmm. So he, in that dream, saw amazing things in the, in the plan of life and the purpose of earth and the purpose of his life. But he also had to see the hard things that his civilization would go through. And even the destruction of a lot of his family and and ancestors and all of those different things. And I remember reading that going, oh, wait, I thought in order for me to be better and happier, that it would just be a fun, unicorn-driven path and that it would just be simple and easy. And reading that story in scripture made me realize, hey, Tara, if you want to have more light in your life, if you want to have some of these gifts, these spiritual gifts, these energetic gifts, are you willing to see the darkness. And sometimes that darkness, and for me, it started actually, what was the darkness in me? I really had to go and, and go into some things I was struggling with, anxiety and depression, and, and really kind of tackle some of those things. Mm-hmm. And they started out scary and hard and heavy, and they got lighter and lighter over time. And then what was amazing is that when I was in that dark place, I thought that was going to destroy me. I didn't know if I was going to come out, and I didn't know if I was getting better. And I, you know, first, from, for the first time in my life, understood why, you know, suicide was something that people even considered. And 
I developed so much greater empathy. But what I didn't realize is that Heavenly Father was taking me through that journey, that dark place, that place that I really didn't think to find him was actually the place he was there the most. And if I just stuck with him through that, afterwards the fruits of that darkness came through and it turned into light and abilities and talents and things that I never thought would even be possible in my life. That's kind of the journey with energy work is sometimes you have to go into your scary places. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot less scary when you have tools. And for me, it started out so, so scary because I didn't know about it and I didn't, I didn't know people who could help me with it. And as I learned the tools, that darkness became so much less scary because I, I actually first could recognize it and go, oh, this isn't even mine or mm-hmm. this is adversarial or this is this. And then I had tools for clearing it, which allowed me to move more you know, comfortably through my life or when I hit opposition to go, I've got tools and they're powerful and, and I can move through this. Such a gift. It's yeah. such an amazing gift. And I, and I do believe, I, I loved everything that you shared because it's absolutely true. And I think even when I began, see, I didn't have anything wrong with me. I, there was nothing really wrong with me. It was more for my children and more of how to help, how I can help them and be a better mother. But, <laughs> and how naive of me to think there was nothing wrong with me. I mean, you know, because then when you start diving into energy work, you realize that there are a lot of issues that you have. And sometimes before that light comes, opposition is going to be there, that darkness. And, but I think the darkness, we should be grateful for it because it can form us. It can mold Mm -hmm. us. It can develop us because it helps us to see what we don't want. It helps us to see where, where the struggle is, how we can overcome it and bring that light into our lives. And I, I love Nephi's example. I think his example of wanting to see, hear, and know those things that his father saw, and then even went into more depth and understanding of, of his um, family and his civilization. And I couldn't even imagine the depth of sorrow that he must have felt. But I think what's interesting in there, in, as he talks about um, all the blessings that he's received from his heavenly father. And I think mm-hmm. as energy workers, we can look at all the blessings that we've received, our talents, our gifts, um, the motivation behind it, the spiritual experiences that we've had. I mean, all these amazing things. And then here is Nephi saying, oh, wretched man that I am. You know, this downward pull that always pulls me, this flesh that always pulls me. And I think if we can be aware that our flesh is always, when we're on this earth, it's always going to be a downward pull. It is just always going to be that opposition. Our flesh automatically is opposition for us. And so, but if we can realize that Heavenly Father, you know, our God that is over us, that he works with our very, um, our weaknesses, and he, he helps develop them. And he doesn't look and say, well, Tara, as soon as you meet this, you know, then we can work, you know, I can work with you. He works with this within our own flesh, that weakness that we have, those opposition times that we have, and helps us to understand what we are capable of and um, what we're capable of and helps us to overcome that darkness in our lives and shows us the way. He really gives us patterns and helps us to understand those things. Yes. I love that. And you know, when I think about, when I think about Kim and she'll probably get uncomfortable when I say this, she'll probably squirm in her chair a little bit, but I'm just going to say it anyway. But Kim is really bold in the way that she approaches energy work. And the first time I remember sitting in her class, I just kept thinking, wait, you can do that. How did she figure that out? Wait, that's a thing. Is that possible? I mean, how did you get to where, you know, you were learning these tools for your kids and then to where you became so bold and some of the things that you know and, and some of the, the ways that you work and 
like sometimes I'm like, oh, can you do that? And she, Kim does that. And so it gives me permission to be more bold and to really step into that space. How did you get there? You know, it's a very good question. And yes, I am very uncomfortable, but I have to say <laughs> <laughs> it has been, again, I feel like I'm always saying this is an amazing journey and it has been incredible. And I have to say that I made a lot of mistakes. Um, part of, part of this journey is making mistakes, but I don't think there's anything wrong with those. It just shows us another way of not to do it. Um, <laughs> but I do believe, I guess how I became so bold is knowing that it's truth. Once I know inside of my heart that it's truth, I will, I will announce it to the end of the world. Um, God taught me how to do energy work. Yeah. I took four classes Four. I didn't take, and I, I prayed about which ones to take. And then when I came home from those classes, I would pray about the material that I, that I received. I wanted to know if it was truth and if it was truth, it was going to help others. And then I kind of felt those promptings that said, yes, this is truth. But if you do it this way, it's a lot easier and faster. I'm like, great. You know? And so he was helping me understand through those four classes. And pretty soon he got to the point where he says, you don't need to attend any more classes. Let me be your teacher. And I think what a better way to learn energy work than the person who created it in the first place, <laughs> you know, our heavenly father, God, he created, um, he created this. And so, and the savior, they work together. And so they created energy and, um, they know it better than anybody. So I thought, well, if they can, be my teacher and then I know for sure that it's truth then I can I without a sure I mean without any doubt in my mind I can announce it and say this is how you do it so that's kind of how I got bold I a lot of prayer a lot of fasting and a lot of mistakes that's a pretty bold statement I, if I know something's true I will declare it to the world you realize that's not normal right <laughs> to be yeah. bold, that's a bold statement you know okay but we should do it. <laughs> where I'm like, are you kidding me? We should all be doing that. I mean, if we know that something is true, should we not go out and share it? It could actually change people's lives. I mean, it could actually make people's um, better. And then maybe our world would be better. I, you know, I was thinking about the other day, if everybody could just think a little bit differently, maybe we'd have more peace in this, in this world. And maybe we would be a little bit more forgiving and have more compassion and empathy for others. If we could understand what everybody was going through. I just, we need to be bold and not mean bold, bold. Yeah. Declare truth. That's right. Right. Declare truth. And you know, I was listening to uh, Mike Stroud and love him. And he was yeah. talking about truth. And he said to me, not to me. Okay. I pretend like we're talking, I guess. It's yeah. <laughs> we'll pretend it was to me. <laughs> but he said, truth will prevail. Yeah. And he said, it is not dimmed by time. There is a literal physical light that shines from truth. It'll shine in someone's countenance. It, it literally shines. And I thought about that with energy work is that was really my journey with it was at first I was like, ah, no, no, no. I don't want to touch that. Ugh. Yep. I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And then it just, the truth of it continued to prevail in my life. And it kept hitting me at all these different angles. And then each time I would learn more about it and then I'd get a little freaked out and go, no, I don't know. This is, you know, these are powerful tools and it's different. And I have to declare truth. You know, I, mean, I wasn't quite as bold as Kim. And <laughs> but over time that it continues to prevail and that truth will prevail. And so if you just give it some space to try it out, you know, sometimes people go, I don't know about this, Taryn. I don't know about this. And I say, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Truth will prevail. Put it on the shelf if that's where you need it right now. Mm -hmm. Take what piece you need. Take what portion you're ready for and let it sit there and watch it. What are the fruits? 
What yep. is it doing for other people? What is it doing for you? And that truth will prevail from what, what's coming from it. Absolutely. In fact, I love, I love when you say truth will prevail because my husband, when I first started, he thought this was wacky, you know, voodoo, witch show, whatever. He called me every name. And at first it was driving me crazy, but then I realized that because I, I always want my husband and I to be on the same page. Okay. Like one, you know, right vertical with each other, just right down the line. And so this was really hard for me. And so I was trying to convince him of what I was doing was real and true. And the more I tried to convince, the more, it, the worse it got. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I did, I had needed to let truth just prevail, let the fruit speak for themselves. And over time, he realized for himself, it wasn't me. It was, I think it was the spirit that taught him the truth. I also believe that, um, you know, cause I asked for blessings a lot. I did. And so he would give me blessings. And in those blessings, I think Heavenly father kept telling him, Hey, Hey, Hey. Um, <laughs> and then, which was really cool is he had a really spiritual experience. His mom passed away. Gosh. Um, about three and a half years ago and he had a really spiritual experience with her and where he told where she told him that this work is important and I just thought that was amazing of all the things that she could come and share and that was just one little piece of this message that she came to share with him but in that it was how important energy work was and and the work that is happening with families that are on the earth and not on the earth that it is, this is an eternal work. And um, I really believe when we get, when we graduate, we move on and our eyes are opened a little bit more. I think we're going to see some incredible miracles that, no, I'm not, as I say, we accomplished. I, I don't mean it that way, but that we, that we did as instruments in our Heavenly Father's hands for his children by doing energy work. Um, because every time I pray about it, Heavenly Father always tells me, Kim, you have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea. And I keep thinking, I have an idea. <laughs> I, keep thinking, <laughs> I think I have one. <laughs> like, I think I know what it is. This is amazing. And he keeps telling me, you have no idea. So I just know our mouths are going to be dro just dropped open. And we're going to be in just shock and awe of really what it is that we're doing for um, Heavenly Father's children. Yeah. I love that. And I can, I can testify as just one of the people that you have affected, you know, my husband, whenever, cause we do sessions together and he, I'm like, I have a, I have a session with Kim this week. And he goes, Oh yes. Like he loves it. And he sees the fruits of it. And it was a similar journey with us. You know, I was, I was really sick when I started out and he was just like, whatever you need Tara, whatever you need. And at first it took some time cause I was sacrificing other things to learn about this thing that was really changing my life. And he was kind of like, okay, I don't know. You know, his mom had been into it, but as he watched the fruits of it, because I felt the same thing. I, I knew if I pushed him on it, <laughs> that that just doesn't work. Yeah. And so I just let him kind of watch it change me. Mm -hmm. And I let him watch me work with other people. And now he just is amazed by the things that have come out of it. And so it's been an incredible journey for the both of us. It so. It's amazing. It is really, really one. And if anybody's listening that is nervous or afraid or is a little bit doubtful of this work, just try it out. I mean, I think 
like in, in another part of scripture where Alma is talking about, we just need to experiment upon the word. And I think really that's what we need to do with everything. I, I, I don't think we need to be afraid of where we're finding truth. Let's find it. Heavenly Father loves all of his children on this earth, and he's going to give truth to everyone. And so why not go out and search for that truth and experiment upon those words try it out see how it feels does it feel good to you does it feel uneasy to you well if you muscle test is it uneasy because you're afraid and and fearful or are you uneasy because this is bringing up a lot of generational issues you know find out where that uneasiness is coming from if it's coming from the spirit then you know that's not where we need to be heading we need to go down a different direction and so does that make sense i i just kind of feel like we need to go out and all you newbies out there don't hesitate just try it out it's really it's worth it it will change your life it really will yep amen amen to that yeah. <laughs> well i could do this for like another five hours kim are you still painting your house or do you have another five hours or <laughs> oh geez if you, i wish everybody could come over if everybody took one paintbrush everybody that's listening and one paintbrush i think we could get it done real quick let's do it we'll paint we'll talk about energy work and then we'll have we'll order some pizza right okay i love it that's perfect. <laughs> well, Ken, thank you so much for being on the call. Before we end, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Anything cool or neat that you're learning that you want to share with me? Yes. Maybe I'll edit this part out, but. <laughs> okay, I will share. Um, first of all, what I want, I would like to share is for those that are truly desiring and wanting to learn more, um, knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. And so, and knowledge is light it's it's intelligence it's a gift from our heavenly father but it's instilled in us and i i believe with all of my heart i was told when i was in third grade that i was dumb oh and i did i was told and i believed it and it wasn't until i got older um like when i was in college um i kind of still felt that way but it was it wasn't until i was older and really after i read some scriptures and things like that that i realized that i wasn't dumb and as i got into energy work and realizing that i could comprehend that i could remember that heavenly father could teach me i realized that wow i am intelligent and this person sitting across me that i'm working on is intelligent and i think as we start to study in any book i just grab some books about energy work read read scripture whatever scripture it is that you read there's so much in the scriptures about energy work there it's everywhere and everything because god himself is truth and so it will be where where you're looking for truth be a be a, a seeker of truth is is my motto just look for it but as you're reading that and as you're studying knowledge gives you power which gives power to overcome and I just think it's really important to, as we're studying and, and learning and gaining that knowledge, that we gain power and that we use it the way that our Lord wants us to use it, that we use it in a way that's uplifting and edifying to others, and that brings satisfaction and, and, um, and can help somebody overcome difficulties in their lives. We, that power, that's when we die, what do we take with us? is knowledge. I mean, it's so important, our knowledge and our relationships. And so you see where Heavenly Father is wanting us to spend and sacrifice our time for. And so knowledge is, is key. Um, another tip that I would love to, to share with you is the, the power of the body and the spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm learning so much about this connection that um, so many things divide it. 
And a lot of people say, oh, you know, the spirit can't be divided from the body because then we die. Well, that's true. But at the same time, no, it's not. <laughs> because, I mean, it is. There's, <laughs> yes, <but no>. levels. <laughs> there's levels of truth to this. Because I read a quote by Orson Pratt that said, it is our spirit that fills everything, not our physical bodies. And so what happens is when we, when we split from the physical body, I think the spirit is always, it's still attached. I mean, we can't leave it, but we can leave because of trauma. We can lose our power. We can give our power over to things. We can, um, we can leave because of, um, we're not satisfied with our lives or where it's heading or, you know, life is hard or whatever, but there's so many ways. But I've realized that this, this split in the body is really when we talk about it's the it's the heart because it's it's the heart that can split a heart is everything it's about emotion it's about feeling it's about discerning it's about who we are our hearts defile us by what comes out of our mouth you when someone's speaking you can tell who they are because of their heart they're hurting they're lonely they're sad they're angry they're whatever it's coming out and you can start to see who they are but it's the heart that splits um, it's the heart that pulls things apart and so I realized that if we can work on the heart more if we can look at what's inside of our hearts in fact I'm feeling in my third program that I'm working on the heart's going to be key mm -hmm. because with intimacy, with relationships, with everything, it's really, where is your heart? What are you willing to give? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to open? What are you willing to, I mean, and sometimes we block that off because of experiences that we've had, but there's a lot with the heart. So um, anyway, there's my little tidbit about how important it is to understand where our hearts are, what's inside of them. I mean, the scriptures are full of it. What is, you know, where your heart is, your treasure will be, or, or um, I'm messing all these scriptures up, but there's another one like, um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I, that's so telling. Um, and so our heart really does connect us. Um, as or even I love the scripture about you need a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And so sometimes our hearts are set on things. Yes. Sometimes we have to break those settings and mm -hmm. recreate the heart. And I love being broken because see, broken is a way to actually be built. And mm -hmm. so I think that opposition that we we're talking about earlier is so key and so powerful because it's okay to be broken. Mm -hmm. It's okay. In fact, I think it's really healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Perfect. I know. Congratulations. You are now broken. <laughs> we are all healthy people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Anyway. I love when you said knowledge gives you power and that gives you the power to overcome. Yes. I love that. That's amazing. So Kim, this has been incredible. Um, let's have you on every other Tuesday and <laughs> <laughs> deal. Deal. <laughs> and then we'll come help you paint your house. It's going to be great. Yeah. I love that too. But I appreciate you being on. And for those of you who want to learn more about you or the things that you're doing, where can they find you? Um, I have a website. It's KimberlyAWatts.com. You can go on there. You can find classes that I'm teaching. You can um, have a session, whatever, whatever feels, or just get on there and see what I do and see if it even resonates with you. If not, good luck. Find some other people, but there's <laughs> out there. somebody out there will resonate with you that you can learn how to do this energy work. It's really powerful. Love it. Well, thanks again, Kim. Good luck painting your house and thank you. <laughs> You're amazing. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. 
I hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with Kim and I today. It's been a lot of fun to bring some different people on the Energy Healing Podcast. We had Becky and now Kim, and I plan to continue bringing on sisters and friends and incredible people out there who are on the same journey that you are, learning these tools, changing their lives, and making this world a better place. So speaking of hanging out, I'm going to be speaking next week at the Energy Healing Conference. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be in Layton, Utah, June 13th and 14th. So make sure to come check it out. You can go get your tickets at theenergyhealingconference.com. And if you are there, make sure to come say hi. I'll be hanging out and would love to answer your questions and, and get to know you guys better. So, And if you haven't yet, make sure to go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review for the Energy Healing Podcast. That allows me to reach a lot more people with the message of energy clearing and the amazing things that we're doing with these simple tools. So I'd love it. It would mean a ton to me if you would head over there and leave me a rating and review. And guys, until next time, may you find greater happiness through energy healing. Thank you for listening to the Energy Healing Podcast. For more information, go to theenergyhealingpodcast.com or terawilliams.com. And until next time, may you find greater happiness through energy healing.